0: Hi, everybody.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm going to stop the share right now because I believe we are on Facebook Live. And I'm excited to be able to close out the month of February, which we have classified as Empowering Women Month um, with a very special guest and a dear friend um, that we have a long history together. And uh, she really is one of those women that I admire and that I look to as a mentor as well. In the things that she's doing, the way that she uh, approaches things, and just as a just as a friend and a leader. So please welcome my guest Theo Prodramitis, and she's with Outfront Brands. Thank you. Hi there, Theo. Hello. You know, I I, I said. Uh, that this show is going to go really fast because we haven't had a chance to really connect over the past few years. We've occasionally seen each other when I come to Florida, which is where you reside. Um, but Theo and I used to work together um, back in the mid early to mid nineties.
0: <laughs> uh
1: Freaks me out to even think about that, but we actually worked together for a brand called ABBA, and um, she'll share more on that because there were some conversations that we were having as we kind of uh, were chit-chatting before we started the show and everything, Um, but she had some really nice things to say about what we need to be doing as women and empowering women. So, we're going to kind of take on a little bit of that conversation first, but let me just give you a little bit more of the kind of the professional bio of Ms. Theo here. So. She has a lifelong passion to be in business, and um, she's Greek. Go <laughs> here, look. I, I think the awesome. proto-Midas might have given that away. And, you know, and I think that one of the things that I love about Theo is that she really sees that there's this deeper meaning to everything, and she's, she's – her purpose is to be able to help other people and improve their lives, but also to be vivacious and business-savvy, Um, and certainly to be able to offer products that are in alignment with who she is and how she feels about, you know, health, wellness, and beauty, because we do have a beauty background and it's important that we understand that. Um, and in 2018, you founded, um, and are the CEO of Outfront Brands, which you're going to tell us a little bit more about this. And you helped to consult in product branding, product development, sustainability, Uh, white space analysis, public purpose uh, partnerships, and just business growth in general. And certainly to be a mentor of other women that are um, entrepreneurs like us. Yes. Yeah. So, thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you. It sounds I sound great. I, I got to have you introduce me more often.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know it's always so. It's it always feels awkward when somebody does that great introduction of you. But there's another reason why, as women, that we need to kind of own our stuff here. Yes. We need to own all the fabulous things that we've done. Um, I was I was doing a presentation this weekend. I was in Northern California and I was doing a, a keynote presentation at an event and. I, you know, and it was like I just kind of went up to the person who I knew that was going to be introducing me onto the stage, and I said, you know, do do you need something from me? I mean, I know you know me, but what were you intending to do to intro me? And uh, and she says, I'm just going to talk from the heart, and I said, that's beautiful. I love that. I love that. So she had a great introduction for me and kept it very simple, which was perfect because my presentation was really honoring me and my life so let's let's talk about your life here a little bit okay so I know that you know we've known each other since the 90s one of the uh (laughs) one of the the really (laughs) fun events that I remembered hanging out with you on is when we were at a on a trip to New Orleans (laughs) um which was just fun 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 and you know what happens when you're in New Orleans is you get a little crazy And it was one of those first opportunities to be able to kind of like really appreciate and value not just how business savvy you are, but as as a dear friend and a and a support person. I I want to say that that we had to help you walk home because you had like broken your ankle or sprained your ankle or something. (laughs) Yes, it was probably some
2: attempting some fancy dance move. Who knows? (laughs) I'm ready to try it when it comes to
1: or. Just in New Orleans, it could have just been walking off the curb, right?
2: (laughs) It could. uh, That is treacherous there, but but you, as you mentioned, really getting to know somebody in that environment and um, seeing them as a whole person. Because in the nature of what we've done, the traveling really really threw us together. We've Mm -hmm. an opportunity to work so closely together. And what I had noted at the beginning, before being on air, was that. Even back then, uh, what I found extraordinary about you, Bonnie, was that you always had—you had been at uh, the company before me—and you were willing to share all your secrets inside. What worked for you, you didn't see me as competition, and you jumped right in to say, "Here we go." And then you were open to new ideas I had. And we took off from there. I think this is a, a great topic for the two of us to be talking about.
1: It really is. And, you know, not only were we supportive to each other in that environment, which was a very beautiful thing, but, um, you know, we also were very supportive to the male colleagues that we had to work with when we knew that, you know, we all needed to kind of lift each other up. Yes. So I know we had some fun poking at our male colleagues. Um, <laughs> But, uh, certainly I remember there was a time that we really had to kind of like rally support around a few of them to be able to kind of make sure that as a team and as an organization, we were all rising together, um, and growing the brand that, that we were representing at the time. And it was, um, it was, it, it, it was fun. I really enjoyed those times of being on the road. It was, I felt like I lived on the road, especially during that time And yes. um, uh, in working with you and working with that particular company. And I know that, you know, life kind of goes on and we move on, but we've, we've stayed connected. We've stayed in beauty and here we are again. Yeah. So give us a little insight because I know you have an incredible history of, uh, you know, like starting the entrepreneurial world at like the age of eight. Yes. Yes.
2: Well, my, my great uh, legacy and story of starting at eight was when I was at the school and um, I think I was in third grade and they made an announcement that they needed somebody to run the school store and I uh, ran, I, could, I couldn't put my hand up fast enough and I ran to the front office to volunteer <laughs> thinking there was going to be this big line and it was just me. I took it on and I took pride in what I did, Um, but I came from a family of entrepreneurs. The reason I was inclined to do that was, uh, you know, I come from a legacy of entrepreneurs. My dad had the first automated car wash in New York City and a hydroponics plant in upstate New York in the 60s. Mm. so, uh, working in sustainability, so it was something that we lived and we talked about. And my mom was a real estate broker, and they really didn't treat us as I say it, which sounds funny, but they didn't treat us as a t- apprentice people. We had ideas and and thoughts. So even that early on, I was willing to take the leap.
0: And yeah, yeah,
1: you know, it's me, um, it's funny because it's like we you, there's always a little bit of a story of how we got into beauty, and I know that you do have a, a family that is. Incorporated in the beauty side of things as well. So, give us a little history on, on your 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 first time in beauty.
2: Okay. Well, this is a great story, also kind of a testimony to my personality and just who I am. My sister is very successful, um, and she was working for Revlon at the time when I was in college. And I I went to the mall. She was a regional director, and um, I went to the mall, and there she was. And her makeup artist didn't show up, but I was dressed. So she said, "You're on." <laughs> I said. <laughs> Okay, and she stood right there, and she handed me the products, and of course, you know, I showed up, but and then I was actually put through a training program there uh, by one of the, the best and largest companies, Revlon, um, and then my my cousin um, brought over he, he worked um bringing over Tony and Guy, which is a, a great. Uh, team mm-hmm. artistic. Team before they had their own product line, and so I grew up in the beauty business. We we served salons in the state of Florida. Our family business did. My cousin went on to work for L'Oreal, and then my brother took over. So it's it's a legacy. I've got hairdressers in my family and beauty from every angle, and I jumped right in and um, and started working on the sales and marketing side and as a national sales trainer like Bonnie. Mm-hmm. And Cross paths and we're able to share and learn and uh, create a legacy of friendship and an enduring support of each other because you know that you've got your tribe of people who wish you the best and that's I think what we're going to be talking about today how to take those steps to to surround yourself with people that can can be there for you through the ups and downs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I mean, listen, we all know how tough it is, you know, to work for somebody. But I don't. I don't think we also realize how tough it is to be an entrepreneur and go out on our own. And there's. I remember there was one feeling of feeling incredibly isolated. Like, yes. who do I have to call on? Who do I have to, you know, complain to when I when days are not good? Who do I have to celebrate with when days are good? Yes. And um. And so I I, I knew one of the things that I needed to do was surround myself with other successful um entrepreneurs and that were females for the most part because they kind of they they really had my back absolutely they, they supported me they shared ideas with me and it didn't ever feel competitive and it didn't ever feel um you know like they couldn't celebrate everybody's successes
2: I think that's key. And I think when when uh, we talk about um, checking ourselves and, and really feeling like what is our intention, I attended an event yesterday, Working Women of Tampa Bay, a public relations seminar. And even though I have decades of experience in PR, I always look at it in a fresh way. And, and it was a room full of 50. It was sold out. And um, when I went there, I made it it's a, it's, a, it's a muscle, it's a skill, it's something that you work on all the time to have the good intentions for other people there and, and come up with some actions that you can connect with one or two, can't connect with everybody, um, and then really work in that, I mean, of course, feed off the energy of these fantastic women, but um, to really take action on it and to make sure that my intention was always good and pure because it's it's a muscle that you build of of looking out for other people and being able to contribute.
1: Yes and and the the muscle also requires you to kind of, you know, put it in action. Yes, you know, cuz like I said that that feeling of isolation sometimes as an entrepreneur um, can take a toll on you. It can it, it 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 can put a lot of added stress on you with feeling just overwhelmed and that you're doing too much or you're you know I know I'm constantly in a learning pattern. I'm yeah. never not learning as an entrepreneur. Yes,
2: there's
1: nothing I don't know and there's nothing I have mastered. <laughs>
2: That's the fun part. You know, I think we're really fortunate for our age um, because people look at it. Some people are digital natives. We've had the benefit of both worlds. But as we came up in sales and marketing and entrepreneurship, we got to hold our own and continue to learn and evolve. It wasn't like there was a generation of people who had figured out and we had to catch up with them. Yeah. keeping up. If you choose to, you can keep up. And then I think also um, getting over the fear of rejection of just saying, hey, I don't have this figured out. Or, oh, I thought I did and this went off the rails. And could you give me a perspective? What do you think? Or just hold space. Could you just listen? Because yeah. I need to talk to somebody instead of in my own head. And those, those relationships that you have that build you up and and then also celebrating when you when you do see um, the, the successes and taking very specific steps actions um, i have uh, written a, uh, an article that will support what we're talking about with some action steps just to follow up if anybody you know isn't taking notes or wants to have sort of a step by step i you know put together five ways that you can empower women one relationship at a time
1: oh i want to hear these yeah and then we'll we'll post to the link to the article so that people Excellent. can access it as well
2: Yes, yes, I did. It was such a great opportunity to speak with you, Bonnie, that I wanted to be intentional. And there's so many great things to talk about. But immediately prior to this is a great tee up to International Women's Day that's coming up on the 8th of Mm -hmm. March. And uh, I think as the narrative continues, let's get some takeaways and Let's really have an action plan and and revisit it because you get all jazzed. You hear something like this and you're like, yes, I'm going to build up my tribe and I'm going to go out and and help. And then two weeks later you think, oh, I'm so busy. What was I supposed to do? Uh,
1: (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. So, all right. So, well, let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about international women's day that's coming up here. I don't know what its original intent was, but I got to tell you, sometimes I'm a little disappointed by the direction that it's going because it feels like we're supposed to be fighting for something. And I always viewed it as it's a it's a time for us to come together and celebrate um, our our inner power, yes. our already built-in, beautiful internal power that we already have and that already exists. Because there's always going to be evolutions of. What's next and where we need to go and what we need to, you know, trust is on the forefront of um, our, our our souls. Yes,
2: yes, and I think what one of the articles I read um, in the uh, Small Business Journal mentioned that the original intention was International Working Women's Day. Oh, working out from one of the articles. I can that-
1: see that how that why that originated from that terminology. Yes. You know, let's celebrate women working. <laughs> yes.
2: And I think what your point is that um, when, you, when you get disappointed where you see where it's going is that it is an opportunity. But I think in creating a space where we're celebrating, it's not celebrating as if we're surprised. <laughs> look, Oh, look at these great. Oh, the first female CEO of this company. I'm like, yeah, of course she is because she's the most qualified person, not as if it's a... Um, I think just taking it more as as a norm, and we hold the key. I think mm-hmm. that's what our conversation is about. Women, and one of the most frequently asked questions that I get. I recently did a survey that Bonnie you were gracious enough to participate in about um, smartphone and social media and some of. Uh, and I sit, I asked what was one question if you wanted to ask me, and people always ask me how do you balance it all. Because I have children. Mm,
1: The ever, the ever illusory balance (laughs) question.
2: (laughs) So I think as women, the reason that this conversation before International Women's Day and because Beauty Inside and Out has, has been focusing on the entire month, women's empowerment, what one of the things that means to me is to share our secrets, just like when I first Mm. met you in the
1: 90s. Yeah, yeah,
2: let's share our secrets. Yeah, they are, they're, they're secrets, there's tools. It's like, you know, do you, do you get it? If it's something that has to do specifically with business, if you run into a certain scenario in the boardroom, if you run into challenges, or if it doesn't have anything to do with inherently being a woman, that's okay too. That's mm-hmm. what I think we need to expand the conversation, not just to be talking about, oh, this happened to me because I'm a female. No, it's because I'm a very driven, dynamic uh, entrepreneur, and here's my issue, but I want to hear from other women how they've overcome it, how they've gone through it, or what they would do.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's so true. That's so true. I was um, participating all week in um, a Her, HER conference. I don't know what I mean. What's it called here? Business Growth Summit, like a HER conference type of thing. And um, I saw one of the faces that came up that I saw was Seth Godin, who's like one of my gurus. Like I love Seth. And um, so I was very excited. So I signed up for the conference based on him. And then I ended up in the Facebook group to find out, you know, how the schedule was going to work. And all this week they've had fantastic speakers, you know, for about 40, 45 minutes. And on this entire thread were all these women complaining about the fact that they had promoted a man at a her or female conference and oh. that now there was women of course, and they were promoting women as well, but that one kind of like, you know, somehow caught people's attention and maybe it's because of his, you know, visibility and popularity out there. And I just remembered, um, thinking I, I, I don't care who I learn from. No, I want to no. learn. It That's doesn't have to be a female that I learn from, um, but I want to learn. And I and I think it's fine that, a, that a, a female organization empowering other females brings in male experts to be able to help us to decipher s- challenging business situations. And I took three pages of notes um, on Seth because he was nothing but amazing little sound bites that I needed to hear. Um, and, you know, I, 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 was, I was thrilled to be able to have access to that 45 minutes with him in that particular thing. And, and, the, and the rest of the conference that I've listened to up so far has been very good. Yes. Um, but I didn't do three pages of notes of anybody else. And it's okay that that men are a part of our communities and it's okay that men empower women and it's okay that we empower them.
2: I completely agree. And that was one of the the points that I had is that whatever the strategy is, it isn't that we're trying to to create an exclusive club because that's uh, exclusive is not inclusive. And if we're we're striving for being the best version of ourselves and, and Seth Godin is an expert that can help you what difference does it make if he's a Martian or a man or whatever it is? He's at the top of his game. And I think breaking down those barriers, um, we, we have the opportunity in the workplace to do a lot more of supporting each other in peer-to-peer. And when, the, when your supervisor, from what I've heard from a lot of counseling and some of the mentoring I've done, where the woman above them is not bringing them up. They feel you know, there are women. Those are specific women issues, woman to woman. Yeah. When it comes yeah. to education or or uh, opportunities like that, I think we need to really be open to learn from the best. And I, I completely support you in that. He, he's definitely, I'm, I'm sure I would have taken three pages of notes too.
1: <laughs> yes, definitely. So it was all good. Now- You have you have a couple little side things. So besides being a fabulous entrepreneur that you are and out front brands and then spa destinations, a line that we're going to talk a little bit about in the in the second half of our show. um, You also have this you're recognized from Amazon as a female entrepreneur and then you're a mentor at a university and teaching other entrepreneurs uh, a skill or two. So tell us a little bit about this part of your life. Yes, absolutely. One of the most
2: amazing uh, connections and developments in my life has been um, to jump in to be an early adopter on the Amazon platform in 2014, um, where spa destinations was sold through in-home parties prior to that. And then we went and and looked at Amazon and everybody, and Bonnie, you know from your experience in professional beauty, our colleagues said, oh, no, don't go there. That's the... Mm -hmm. You know that's the enemy. I don't want to say that because I love Amazon. They're not. They're they're certainly my my biggest advocate. But at that time, I did get pushback. and it's really interesting because we're talking about empowering women, getting advice. But you have to also be very discerning so that when you get advice that doesn't feel right in your gut, that you don't always listen to it because their fear for trying to protect me and say, oh, don't go onto that platform. That's not. That's you know you can't do it the right way there. So I started selling on Amazon and was um, invited to the, a- the Amazon Women's Entrepreneurship Conference and uh, had a chance to connect with some really bright people there, women and men, at the conference and started my journey um, as being a champion of, of encouraging people to sell on Amazon. Look into it. Start a small business. It's very affordable. You can develop your brand. And, Bonnie, I know you're doing a great um, training program in New York coming up, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yes.
0: So yeah.
2: if you want to learn how to do that, and, and whether it's their personal brand or a product brand, um, that their, their, their opportunity to, to start on Amazon is wonderful. So it's, uh, we, we
1: have to look at it as a resource because the channels of distribution are are too difficult otherwise and and are not as sophisticated as they could be with other options.
2: Yeah, so I I dove into the Amazon model and they have supported me and promoted me as a female entrepreneur featured uh, on their Amazon storefronts and a women-owned business, and I've been able to share my message and also um, advocate for small businesses in Washington, D.C. I've got oh, awesome. several, several times and met with a small business committee of several, several congressmen, and Amazon arranged that. And they didn't tell me what to say. They just arranged it for us, the, the businesses on Amazon, so that we could promote our own um, challenges and tell the, the congressmen and ladies what – Really is going on for small businesses, so they've. Been- oh, and
1: that's a that's a voice yeah. that we can't have enough of. You're right. We, we need that voice because you know, I mean, you can see what what happened, um, you know, to small businesses when we hit that recession a yes. few years back. I mean, it really, it really, you know, a lot of small businesses had to go under, and a lot of small businesses, you know, had barely survived if you know if that. And there was just so many challenges and everything. So I appreciate you having a voice on behalf of me in in Washington to be able to talk about some of the challenges that we're up against as small business owners, because we represent a large number across the board today. The numbers are phenomenal. The female
2: entrepreneur numbers are phenomenal. I think uh, one of the recent studies showed that that Tampa is one of the number one uh, cities for female entrepreneurs, which I'm very excited to say, and that... um, with the opportunity to to um, answer the call. I mean, I think my my general message is <clears throat> make the call and answer the call.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, I like that. Perfect. All right well, hey, I want to say hi to some of our friends here on Facebook, and then we're gonna take a break here in just a minute. So Megan, thank you for showing up and saying hi to Theo and I and uh, and all the support that you do behind the scenes in order to make everything look good. Of course, Gerald uh, is with us. As usual, my favorite Frenchman has joined us. Hello, hello to you. And uh, let's see, who else do we got? We got a few other people here that have shown up. Um, And you guys, if you have questions or you want to add to the conversation that we're having about female entrepreneurs, Charlotte, great greetings to you too. Um, Please be sure to join us. But for right now, what we're going to do is we are going to uh, take a quick break Um, And so for those of you that are on Facebook with us, we're just going to continue to keep the show going here for the next three minutes and our audio break will, uh, will happen now and we'll be right back. So stay with us.
2: Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
0: Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403.
2: Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Do you understand your feline friends as well as you'd like? Why do they behave the way they do? If behavior issues get out of hand, how do you fix things? Get the answers and more when you listen to Cat Talk Radio with host Molly DeVos. We'll give you the straight facts, offer some tried and tested ideas, and alert you as to what's being done in this country and worldwide to save cats and shelter challenges. Cat Talk Radio every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. stimulating talk it gets those
1: synapses in the brain firing really fast
2: all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com
0: You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo If you have a question or comment about our show please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com Now, back to Beauty Inside and Out.
1: Welcome back, everybody. My guest is Theo Perdramita. She's the CEO and founder of Outfront Brands. And we're going to hear a little bit about what is behind the Outfront Brands. And, of course, she shared with us in the first segment um, that she took a risk um, when maybe it wasn't a favorable risk, according to other people around her, to put her products, spa destination products, onto Amazon. And I'm curious, Theo, how are they doing? I mean, obviously... This has been a successful venture for you.
2: It's fantastic. Uh, they are the products are doing phenomenally because, as you talked about, one of the great things of uh, selling on a platform like that is the logistics. Basically. Yeah reaching everybody. When when Bonnie and I worked together all those years ago, our biggest challenge was to get placement of our product in enough places so that all of the efforts and everything, that there were enough stores open, so to speak, that people could get the product. And Mm -hmm. now I'm in a place where the logistics experts figure out, I send it to them and they figure out how via Prime to get it to people how quickly. And I can focus on the product quality and making the brand rich and telling the story and um, they can focus on what they're experts in.
1: Yes. And they are definitely experts in that distribution market. Cause I mean, really when we did it, it was, we were dealing with the, with the distributor, the professional distributor, the distributor was dealing with the salons, the salons were dealing with the consumer. So the yeah. consumer called up and said, I want their product there was maybe not an easy path to get it into the hands of the consumer. And oh, you know, well, obviously,
2: remember. Yeah. yeah,
1: obviously Amazon started out as a bookstore. They put systems together. They saw operational excellence in how they managed to be able to distribute books and realized that this could be an opportunity for just about anything. So congratulations on that being a, you know, a recognized female entrepreneur. Um, with Amazon. And, um, and I know I want to talk about your spa destinations here. But the other piece that I wanted to get to before we go there was, you're kind of acting as a teacher here um, for other entrepreneurs. And so I want to hear a little bit about this. And, and what, what do you think some of the challenges are that they're facing? And how can we overcome them as entrepreneurs and female entrepreneurs on top of that?
2: Well, that's a great question and loaded question. Like you said, I feel like there's, you know, 15 episodes in this, but I, I'll really summarize in saying that um, my, my message is answer the call. When you have an opportunity to influence or help or bring people up, I, I've had a formal opportunity to do that, like I said, in um, lobbying and advocating in Congress um, and then in turn mentoring uh, some students over at the University of Tampa who are, are creating a business plan, a wonderful <clears throat> team. And I think one of the challenges that they're facing now is um, really, even even as a female, even in this day and age, um, is again, going to be going the traditional route and being mm-hmm. taken seriously. Um, it, and I'd hate to talk about it, but you're a very authentic person. So it's the, the if the more young and beautiful you are, the more you get put into a box. That's one of the challenges. And and as a mentor, um, uh, to actually give some strategies and ways to actually deal with head on what those um, preconceived notions are, if you're young and talented and beautiful, um, and using those for strengths and not not shying away from them, and um, I think just using other uh, successful female entrepreneurs as, um, as your guide and, and in going through it, because believe me there, if, if somebody, somebody's been through it yeah and I'm enjoying really being able to answer that call uh, for mentorship, it's a, it's a great compliment to me um, to be able to do that. And I think one of the messages I want to share about uh, females building each other up is that you don't have to have it all figured out to be a mentor. Mm.
1: that's a good point that's a really good point
2: you can't people say oh well, great that's easy for you theo you've gone to congress and you've got you know amazon entrepreneur and you're writing a book and all this yeah well that's great but it's just as valid to be a mentor people need all different kinds of of support sometimes it's just somebody to be a listener and to ask great questions
1: yeah. And, and, and that, that is to be able to have access to ask questions to somebody when you don't have the answers or you need to know. And that, that is, that's probably some of the most powerful thing that you can do. So you mentioned that you have a book in progress too. You want to, you want to tap into that a little bit and give us a little preview. I do just a little
2: preview. Cause I, I just think I'm very excited about it because I know it's going to help entrepreneurs, female and male alike, but, uh, It is uh, co-authored with Jack Canfield of Chicken Soup for the Soul.
1: Oh, he's wonderful. I love his writing. I love his work. And I love how he is such a fantastic collaborator to support other people.
2: When I first had the opportunity to interact with the agency and then I was contacted and and, uh, considered as a co-author with Jack, what they said to me was, our mission is to help the most people help the most people. Oh, I was so I was so. I love that. I love it. I want, I want to just have that as my tagline. <laughs> what I'm doing is to help the most people. Help the most people. And my chapter, is, the book is called the Success Formula. And it's a, a lot of other great authors uh, in there as well. So I'm I'm, very, I'm enjoying that collaboration. But my chapter um, is going to be about bringing products to market and it's going to have some insights and tips for my for my decades of experience working with all different kinds of products and services and I share uh, the success formula for bringing products to market
1: oh I love that I love that well congratulations on that that is a big deal thank you uh, when when can we expect it
2: Yes, well, we're we've already uh, we're in several rounds of edits right now, so it uh, should be out in a couple of months. So we're we're waiting for the date.
1: All right, that's fabulous. Well, I can't wait to get that book and be able to read it. And we do share a love here, you know. I mean, I think in the years that that I spent working for manufacturers and understanding the the process of of developing products and then putting products to market. Um, And I didn't, you know, and I'd always kind of like categorized myself in like what you'd consider sales or marketing uh, or sales and marketing and education. And they all kind of merge together as one one approach to things. But we have this shared love for branding um, and helping people get out there and brand. And I loved what you said earlier when it's like. If you see, you know, as a mentor, if you see something that you like what they're doing, it's okay to emulate that. But you can only emulate a system or a process, not the brand distinction. You're right. That's what separates us as businesses, as entrepreneurs, as individuals, as product um, concepts. And so, you know, strategy is is duplicatable and. And systems are duplicatable, and operational excellence you can duplicate. But the essence of a brand, I think, is really the part that um, is the most fun for me, for sure. And it's the and it's got a learning curve to it for people because sometimes they detach themselves to what they're offering or what they're selling. You're exactly
2: right. And I think that's, it comes to life and it's not a a shameless product plug for spa destinations, but it really, it does come to life in my product line because as I said, um, what the goal of spa destinations is to teach people to take care of themselves, create the mm-hmm. spa experience. So, um, you know, one, when, when I got married and had children after all those years of traveling with you and we went to all the finest hotels and spas. And, um, and even I, some of the worst ones. <laughs> we don't want to talk about the budget places we were, but we also did get to, uh, to see a few wonderful places. And, um, how was I going to do that again? So staying true to myself was to say, hey, here's an authentic story because I really want people to have spa products, the natural sponges, the natural loofahs, and all of that. So my brand is authentic. And what you were saying is I could learn all the operational excellence and I could learn all of that. But really, the brand DNA is me.
1: Yes, It's very much, it's very much you. So I was very excited to see when you were developing this and, and, um, I had the opportunity to be able to order some and, um, have it in my shower. And, you know, I can't remember the last time that I had a loofah, like I love the idea that, you know, I'm, I'm nurturing and, and just kind of giving my body that, that little bit of spa feeling of, uh you know, of taking care of it and having it feel healthy. And especially as you kind of change into seasons, it's like, ah, need a new fresh. So <laughs> it's, it's really good. But but let's talk about some, talk about some of the products that spa destinations has um, because we know now that this is available on Amazon. And yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a, a hint here that there's a really incredible offer that Theo is going to provide for us at the end of the show. So stick around um, so that you can hear what that is, and you can take advantage of it. Great. Well, thank you. And there's no shameless plugs here. I'm giving <laughs> you this radio show to be able to plug.
2: <laughs> yes. Well, and I want to share because the plug is really about it's it's the hero's journey for the customers, mm-hmm. for the customers to no matter what they're going through, to create five minutes, even if it's five minutes, something more luxurious than just running through the shower. Use the natural sponge, you know. So the 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 keys to uh, the spa destinations line are are natural sponges harvested harvested. And I'm I'm a big advocate of sustainability and renewable resources. I've done some work with a sustainable business coalition, uh, recognizing businesses that actually um, do practice corporate responsibility. So that's really important to me. And and our natural sponges uh, are renewable. Then we have the loofahs, which are actually a vegetable gourd. People think they're sponges, but they, they actually grow on a, uh, like a vine. They look like a cucumber. Um,
1: and then they're, they're that's so interesting. I would, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that they uh, it's and then they're they're coupled with our, our products our body wash and our body lotion and our uh, gradual tanner, and those are infused with argon and acai, um, just a wonderful vegan and um, you know cruelty free all of those <coughs> wonderful things that our consumers demand. It's not even an option to to offer any substandard. Don't go into business if you're not going to focus yeah. on quality. Don't do it. It isn't worth it. <laughs> Just go make money doing something else. But, but really, I'm a big advocate of, of quality and <laughs> the product's great. Well,
1: it's, I think, you know, the natural sponges are, um, are, are beautiful and, you know, they, 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 they work and I, they last a, a long time. Um, yeah, they're me, naturally uh, antibacterial. Yeah. Yes. Right. Anything that's organic, like that, and and uh, the one where you rub it on your back and shimmy yeah. down your back. <laughs> um, I I'm sorry. Like, you know, you, sometimes you just need to do that. Um, and you know, and then of course the one with the wands and everything. So I've been very happy with a lot of the products, and it was good to see those type of products coming back, and that that I can take five minutes in the shower and just treat myself to a little relaxation. Um, you know, a, a little uh, a little support to you know a very busy and hectic lifestyle most of the time. So, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. yeah. So you have three three actual then products outside of the sponges um, and the loofahs and everything. Three products in the line. We do now, and, and we're in
2: uh, research and development for additional products all the time and, uh, you know, only introducing things that really are, are the best. So, yes, we have those three wonderful products in addition to our accessories. And the accessories, you know, the cellulite massage tool, now we have the pumice, you know, all kinds of great things to help you, um, you know, to take care of yourself.
1: Yeah. And you know what? And it doesn't take much. It only takes a few minutes to be able to pamper yourself like that. But but it's also a very healthy thing to do, I think, too.
2: It, it really is about renewal and about um, focus. And I think even those things and going back to our topic, which is empowering women one relationship at a time, is that um, encouraging people, and even with our gift sets, they're great gifts because if you're just you have a friend that really isn't making time for herself, or you know, and you you, it's a gentle way to say, you know, take a breath. You you matter. You know, you might not have the time or the money to go to the spa, but at home, don't rush through every experience. Just breathe. And yeah, uh,
1: oh, that's nice. That just that just gave me a thought of somebody that I know that's struggling a little bit that I think would appreciate that. Absolutely. That would would be appreciate that. So from back to this empowering woman and being the, you know, successful and, and vibrant entrepreneur that you are, what are some of the challenges you think women are facing right now in being in business and trying to get to that, that next level or that next place?
2: Well, one of the, um, one recurring theme that comes up uh, that you know, more predominantly for women is a concept called imposter syndrome. Mm. <laughs> now,
1: I'm hearing a lot of this. <laughs> I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday about this very conversation. Is that right? Yeah, so give us give us your insight on this. I'd love to hear it.
2: It's, it's really, and, and maybe it's just that now there's a narrative and there's a word to it because it always existed as self-doubt
1: Yes. Yeah, and 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 lack of self regard. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And and just that self doubt, the imposter syndrome that I I see in female entrepreneurs, where they are expecting themselves to be perfectionists. They they internalize some of the things that they're not doing, or if they're in the car pickup line, let's talk turkey now okay you're in the car pickup line and you don't have your makeup on and your coffee spilled on you and you see somebody that you're going to see at a networking event later and you feel like you're lesser of a person because you're not perfect all the time Mm -hmm. imposter that's what what i think is a challenge for women is to do it all and to be everywhere and to look like you know the 50s where you had you know yourself dressed to the nines to go to the mailbox
1: it's that it's that desire and that expectation that we need to be all packaged up all the time.
2: You're exactly right. And I, I'm involved in a uh, mentorship group with Randy Zuckerberg, which I hold I hold her in the highest regard. She's the warmest, kindest, and, and most dynamic uh, female entrepreneur. And um, what she talked about in, in one of our meetings was the fact that look at the statistics and women... Will do fewer shows like this. They they migrate to um, radio versus something that'll have a live video component. Mm. Have to look good all the time. And men jump on it. They don't care. They just brush their hair, brush their teeth, maybe. <laughs> there <odd, but> are. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I see.
1: If they when, have hair. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> when you see um, that it actually would impact. Action. So not only so you can back it up with statistics and say, it, what part of that standard of perfectionism is in interfering with you pursuing your goals as an entrepreneur or thinking that the ones that have done it have compromised everything and don't have families? Oh, you know, I took a call and you know the worst thing for female entrepreneurs is when uh, one of the best and brightest of of a a female entrepreneur says, Oh, I took a, you know, I took my phone call in the delivery room. I was, don't say that. Don't <laughs> yeah, that is not, Don't brag about not that. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody can but live think, up to that. No. And, and why should we try? Why would we want to? Why yeah. would we try? I don't think you have to, and I don't think you have to, you don't, you don't have to be perfect. And I think that's the biggest message and the biggest challenge facing female entrepreneurs is we have, the, we have each other to build each other up. I think what we need more of is answering the call and making the call. So if somebody asks you for a leg up, answer the call.
1: Answer the call. And then if you have the opportunity to make the call, make the call.
2: If you need help, make the call. And if you don't know how to ask for help, Ask somebody else how to do it, and be very
1: (laughs) ask for help on how to ask for help.
2: You have to. That's (laughs) that we you and I might actually write a book about that, Bonnie. Uh,
1: It sounds like a really good title. Yeah,
2: for help on how to ask for help. That is one challenge facing female entrepreneurs that figure everything out. They're the CEO of their family. They move and shuttle more people around and get. You know all these things accomplished in the course of a day, but then when it comes to asking for help, because if they are in charge of everything else, that you know, being vulnerable and even asking a man, it doesn't doesn't matter who you ask. You you yeah. really need to find the best resource. And yeah. so there's the call and answer their call.
1: There's two areas that I see. I mean, obviously the component of of image and having ourselves all packaged up all the time is certainly one of the challenges. I see um, a lot of women that are still, you know, resisting technology, okay. and and being challenged by that. And then I also, um, the other one that I see a lot of times too is. They're not willing to invest in themselves. Mm, Yes. You know, they are investing their resources, their time, their love, their energy into all of these people. But when it comes for them to make the call to invest in them, they, uh, they choose not to a lot of times when they should be saying yes to themselves.
2: You're exactly right. And that investment, again, ties back into spa destinations, even for, uh, you know, uh, to, to buy something that would be there to pamper them there. A lot of times they get it initially as a gift from somebody else because they're going out and they're buying cologne for somebody in their family or doing other things for other people and they're not investing in themselves. But education and investing in mm-hmm. events like you just participated in that I constantly participate in uh, because because no matter what level of success I've achieved, I still, you know, I still look to other people in every, I learn from everybody I interact with.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely. So I, we're going to empower women to be able to just be more free based on who they are, because who they are on the inside is enough. And that we're always, there's always going to be that we're never enough on the outside, but that's, That's going to be like every day I take that on. Every day I'm taking it on where it's like, okay, this is good. This is enough. I'm enough. I'm enough. And Yeah. And every day I'm challenged by technology. And every day I'm trying to figure it out. Or certainly I'm not afraid to ask for help in that arena. I don't want to be an expert in that arena, but I need the assistance to be good enough to manage what I need to accomplish in that arena. So I have no problem asking the experts for help um, in that arena. And it's okay. It's completely okay. Um, and I just said yeah I said yes yesterday to um uh co-authoring another book that is it, it's gonna be a very fast turnaround for me. This is it's called um Expert and Influencers the Leadership Edition. Um, and I wasn't, you know, I, I really wasn't prepared to have to go in and write another book, but it just called to me and I, I picked up the phone and said, yes, it called and I said, yes. And those are things that I'll write a chapter and I will learn from what I'm writing. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. All right. Theo. I love all that you're about. I love how you're helping people. I love that you're taking the call and that you're making the calls um, with everybody. And I really appreciate you fighting for that female entrepreneur in small business uh, environments and and in big environments like D.C. um, and with our government and everything. Um, But I want to offer our listeners a very special opportunity that you've put together for them so that they can pamper themselves and just take those few minutes and just relax. And so tell us a little bit about what you have as an offer for everybody.
2: Well, I have an offer that is um, available through Beauty Inside and Out, and it is to take advantage on our Amazon site at a very, very uh, amazing intro price and that you can get those products right to your door and experience the, um, the whole spa destinations at home spa experience for an amazing discount. Do I tell them what it is? Yes.
1: Yes. Tell us, tell us.
2: (laughs) Yes. So there is a uh, 50% off and it's going to be a special code on there. So take a look on Bonnie. will direct you to the, to the, um, the site. And if you have any questions about any of the products, reach out through our our Facebook page and uh, we'll be happy to answer any product questions or how to use the loofahs and the sponges. We love, love, love to hear from you.
1: I'm going to type it here in the Facebook. Um, so what, but I'll, I'll share with everybody right now, if you're not on Facebook or you aren't yet a part of my network here on social media, um, if you go to bonniebonadeo.com slash forward slash free dash gifts, it will take you to a page, and then you will click on the beautiful picture of spa destination products, and it will take you right to the Amazon um, link to be able to get that. And then you're going to put in the code BONNIE50? Yes. Yes, BONNIE50, um, and that's going to give you that 50% discount, which is a beautiful, beautiful and very generous um, opportunity for us to pamper ourselves.
2: Well, they're your listeners, so I, there's no way I would – would. Uh, pass up the opportunity to, to share that so
1: I'm yeah it's it. I think it's um, I think it's uh, ooh, there it is it just showed up I'm typing and I'm waiting for it to show up and it showed up spa destinations there it is yep so I'll put that link in there but just for all my audio listeners go to bonniebonadeo.com forward slash free dash gifts and that will um, get you into that page click on the spa destinations image and that will take you right to Amazon Put in Bonnie 50, and that will give you that 50% off. So that's a beautiful thing. Thank you. Thank Thank you so much for sharing with us all your wisdom, all your empowerment. Keep going. I look forward to seeing you soon. And um, I'd love to figure out how we can collaborate on some other opportunities that we can continue to uh, spread the wealth of um, what it takes to really be success, even though we all question our level of success. (laughs) <laughs> yes, and, uh, but we're going to keep we're going to keep doing that, and we're going to keep doing that for women, of course, too.
2: Yeah, wonderful. Thank you so much for the time and the ability to share part of my story. Um, it's delightful, and I look forward to continuing the conversation and celebrating yeah, women.
1: I love it. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. So uh, next month, we're going into March already. This week is going to be March. That's pretty exciting because I am <laughs> I'm ready for spring. I am ready for winter to end and spring to come about. And we're going to be talking to quite a few people that have some really interesting and unique beauty products like spa destinations um, that are going to they're going to share with us some of the interesting beauty products from uh, being able to make sure that you're protecting your skin from the sun, which is about to start showing up. And as well as this this really big topic of CBD and beauty, the combination of CBD and beauty products going on. So stay with us for the entire month of March as we introduce some new products that are coming to market. And as always, be you and beauty.
0: Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.